Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, being a phobic. Sounds fake, but okay. Welcome back to the pod. Oh no, um, my Aragolds. Okay. My cat won't shut up. My cat is on my desk. I mean, that's consistent from episode to episode. Yeah, she's a piece of garbage. I mean, speaking of pets, though, I am back to living at my parents' house. Yeah, we <laughs> have a new my dog. We have a new Midwest headquarters. Yeah, new Midwest headquarters. Uh, now so. we are we're in uh, New Haven, Connecticut, and uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to put your location on blast. I wasn't sure either. Well, we'll here see. we are. It's not like anyone's gonna find you. That's true. There are also, enough people that if live they here. follow you on social media, they already know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hold on, I'm looking up the population. There's seventy five thousand people who live here. Yeah, so. I think you're probably good. I'm probably fine. And I can hide amongst all the students who just started back at Yale. Yay. This is our first year not going back to school, and I feel weird. It's, I, it hasn't quite sunk in for me yet, because, um, oh, it has Michigan, totally Michigan hasn't started school yet. Yeah, but um, everyone is moving back right now. I know. You know, they like, had their first Quidditch practice. I know, I saw the, the chat about it. My boyfriend, who is still in school and on the team, texted me the other day, like, two days ago, and was like, should I go to practice? And I was like, holy shit, you have that? <laughs> like, I was shocked. I am so far removed. I was, like, appalled and shocked. Yeah, I mean, I was moving out just as everyone else was moving in, so it was weird. Oh, do you want to uh, tell everyone about the Todd update, the Todd date? Oh, yeah, if you if you didn't happen to see our um, Snap story. Instagram uh, story. Sorry, ins- we don't have a Snapchat. Instagram story this previous Monday. So I moved out of our house in Ann Arbor, and um, the lovely, beautiful, stupid, deformed Todd the Cactus is, is staying behind to watch over that, that, that room where we recorded so many podcasts. Yeah. And... Um, our friend, who is also a friend of the pod, Zeke, is going to be, well, he is living in that room now, and so he is going to be watching over Todd. Uh, he is, as is is explained in his Instagram bio, the chief cactus caretaker at Sounds Like Pod, so. You know what I would like if we did? Mm. Is maybe every couple episodes we just get a, like, a sound bite from Zeke on a, a Todd update? That'd be great. Maybe a nice new segment we can do. And then Zeke will yeah. finally get to be on the podcast, which has been his dream That's true. For he's been so asking long. to be on the podcast for two years. But no offense to him, he's the straightest, whitest man, so there's truly <laughs> nothing we can do with him. And he hasn't come up with any topics. No, he just wants to be on really He bad. just wants think, to be on it. <laughs> I think it'd be nice if he was like our resident cactus correspondent on the scene every couple episodes. Yeah. So do you think, you Zeke, could, we, do you think uh, we could ask him for a little soundbite? For this episode, just introducing and telling us how it's going so far. Every time you say soundbite, I just think of, like, a soundbite of Todd. And I was like, Todd doesn't make noise. 
Well, he could if you touched him. <laughs> uh, we can ask. All right. Well, maybe that'll be, like, at the end of the episode or something. We'll see. We'll surprise you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. What are we talking about this week? This week is uh, the sister episode to episode whatever the number is. Uh, I don't know our own podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I honestly don't remember. What was it? <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> oh, um, no. It was what to do instead of being aphobic. Ah, yes. Uh, that was the one where I went off and I had like 150 things listed because yes. I kind of went crazy because my yes. medication made my brain go a little woohoo. And... <laughs> <laughs> I came up with a bunch of things to do instead of being aphobic. And this week's episode is how to not be aphobic. And some people might say, I mean, you already did that episode because we did things to do instead of being aphobic. And, but here's the thing. Some people <laughs> might say, great, I now have alternative activities to do from the what to do instead of being aphobic episode but they're mere distractions they don't solve Mm -hmm. the underlying problem which is of course the aphobia which is why we are bringing you this episode today yes yeah i think most of these could really be applied to um any marginalized group and please by all means uh do so but we are going to focus mostly on asexuality aromanticism aspec examples specifically because you know aphobia is real and prevalent and fuck that shit true mine might stray a bit into uh a little similarity to the last episode okay. or more um maybe more like uh maybe the person will still inherently be aphobic but they will not be able to say it okay i um, i like where this is going i don't know where it's going but i like it yeah so it might be it might be not teaching them i'll give you i'll give you my first one how about an example Go for it. Uh, if you're about to say something aphobic, uh, instead, take off your sock. Uh, and what put if it you're not in... wearing socks? I'll get there. Um, okay. I've thought about this. Uh, so take off your sock and um, put it in your mouth. If you're not wearing socks, oh boy, are you in luck. You get to take off your foot skin because inherently <laughs> that is a bit of a sock and you are to put that in your mouth instead. Okay. Um, well, so that doesn't let's really... hope you're wearing socks, which is something I don't usually say, because I yeah, never I hope I'm wearing socks. So that isn't so much, you know, solving the aphobia, but it will keep you from saying it, you know? Yeah. I and mean, it might I also think... be like a, a training exercise, so eventually maybe mm-hmm. you'll stop thinking it, because every time you think it and go to say it, you have to put a yucky sock or skin in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like a nice, um, whatever, what's the psychology thing? I, w- I was just trying to think of it. <laughs> Uh, you have a degree in ha- Pavlo- Pavlovian... Pavlovian response. Response. I know. I know what I have. <laughs> here's, the, here's a question. Uh, say yes. you're not wearing a sock, as I currently am not wearing a sock. Well, and I let's hope you wanted, don't think anything aphobic. Yeah, if, say I were to think something aphobic and wanted to say it aloud, I removed mm-hmm. the, the skin of my foot, I put it in my mouth. Now, say it's, it's next week, mm-hmm. and I have... A, another thing and I'm not wearing socks I could take it off my other foot but what happens if I think too many aphobic things and I have removed the skins of both my feet and I'm not wearing socks 
So this is where it might get to maybe you won't be aphobic because eventually if this keeps happening, you will die because you will just have to start taking the muscle off your foot and then the oh, bone. Okay. If it keeps happening, you will have to move up your body and eventually you may have put your entire body in your mouth. Okay, that makes a ton of sense. I think um, also like if you've removed the skin on your foot, you're more likely to be wearing a sock because I feel like if your if your muscles and tendons are just like flumping around, you want to mm-hmm. keep them contained. Do, can your muscles feel pain? Are there like nerves? Would you be taking the nerves off with your skin? The nerves would be a layer. I think, I mean, after the skin might come the nerves if you okay. have to take something else off. But I don't think the nerves are like so attached to the skin that when you pull it off, it like also takes all the nerves out. Okay. If you know science, please let us know. Uh, yeah, I know some of you really hate when we do science and do it wrong, so um, I would be I mean, sorry, but I'm But not. this science is so absurd that, like, it doesn't matter, you know? I mean, it matters to me, but that's okay if you want to devalue that, Sarah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, step one for me, for um, mm-hmm. how to not be aromantic, is... How to not be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're gonna need to take your sock and put it in your mouth. I done fucked up. Uh Uh-oh, time to lose some foot skin. I am aromantic, I don't want to be not aromantic, I've made a mistake. Oh man, that is unfortunate. Step one, do not be, I was looking at my notes and I happened to look at the word aromantic as I was saying. Oh my gosh. That's right, just, folks. We have notes for this episode. Um, oh, yeah, we do. Uh, anyway, to not be aphobic is step one is to let Apple know that on their notes app, aphobia is listed as not a word. And maybe they should rectify that. Mm. Just a small thing. Uh, step two is when you see a human, remember that they are indeed a human. Now, Sarah, you might say, what if they're a Russian bot trying to hack an election? And to Mm -hmm. that I say, please inform the FBI of your suspicions, and then remember that the person behind that Russian bot is also a human. And, uh, so how is this supposed to stop you from being aphobic? Oh, uh, because, uh, a lot of times people, when they're being discriminatory, they're not viewing people as, like, very human. They're just like, oh... That person's ace. They're out to get me. Um, so, like, yes. remember that they're, like, a human being, even mm-hmm. if they are also a Russian bot. Mm, interesting. Like, if you would treat a person, like, less of a human after finding out they don't want to fuck you, like, reconsider your life choices. I mean, yeah, this applies to all people, regardless of their sexuality. You know? Yeah. As, as the Brothers Green would say, imagine people complexly. Kayla, how how else should we not be aphobic? Uh, I think a, a next reasonable, very reasonable step would to be perhaps get a lobotomy. Okay. Um, and I realize this may seem like I'm being cruel to people who are aphobic. Um, and you're right. But aren't but, they being cruel to us? Yes, and I think we should all fight fire with lobotomies, so here I go. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, do lobotomies work? No. Uh, but that's okay. 
sometimes you got to bring back a fun old psychology surgery where you stick a rod like through someone's eye to poke at their brain and scramble it up because you think that's how to fix things. But I do think if you stuck a rod in someone's eye and scrambled up their brain enough, perhaps you would just like remove the aphobic part. Do you think there's like, like where do you think aphobia is? Is like, is it the in the amygdala? Like, I don't know that much about the brain. You know more than I do. Um, well, it's fr- certainly not in the frontal lobe because the frontal lobe is where like your reasoning happens, and okay. it's not very reasonable to be aphobic. So maybe okay. the problem is everyone that's aphobic or like. Uh, phobic to you know any like sexuality or minority mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. maybe they're all missing their frontal lobes and we just need mm-hmm. to like give them some yeah do you think that maybe just like the society as a whole is missing some frontal lobe we live in a society that lacks frontal lobe yes and so what i'm thinking is you know you can donate your organs to science when mm-hmm. you die Mm-hmm. So we should just take the brains of people when they die who have frontal lobes and do a transplant. Mmm, brains. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, jumping back to lobotomies, the, how I discovered what a lobotomy was was because I was watching an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it's the episode where Maria Hill is on and she's like, she's talking on the phone and she's like, she had to talk to Congress and she was like, I need a, like a, alcohol and a lobotomy or something like that i was like what the fuck is a lobotomy and i looked it up and then i was just still like what the fuck is a lobotomy (laughs) yeah it's some very ancient science that's pretty dumb i uh i'm assuming your answer to this is no but have have you ever watched one no i have not yeah you can like find videos on youtube and i watched one once it's wild jesus yeah all right well okay uh, I guess then the next step after you get a lobotomy is to do your best to dispel the popular thought that ace people are choosing to be ace just to piss you off, like like <laughs> you specifically. Because, um, I mean, listen, as much as I would love to do this, do you really think that people are walking around like, hmm, what can I do today? I think I'm gonna become ace and then wander around for the sole purpose of getting harassed by ignorant twats. That sounds fun. I mean, that's just a thought. Yeah. Um... A-spec people and other queer people are just trying to live our lives. Stop making it about you. It's not about you. Yeah, that's true. So if the lobotomy doesn't work... Remember yeah, that. I mean, you might it's have to do multiple you. Get your of head these out of your things. Ass. <laughs> oh, that's a Get good one. Get your lobotomy out of your ass. <laughs> oh, that's just a prostate exam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I do think an ass lobotomy is perhaps just a prostate exam. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> it's true, though. I'm a doctor. You're, you're a doctor? Yeah, did you hear? That's exciting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, next up, get your head out of your ass. And also, True. make sure your head's out of your ass before you get your lobotomy, because, I mean, an unintentional prostate, prostate exam, exam. And a lobotomy <laughs> at the same time, which I can imagine would be quite painful. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. It's fun. I mean, what if you accidentally lobotomize your ass? That would be wild. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's what's the next step, Kayla? Uh, my next step is to go to therapy. <laughs> oh, big mood. But make sure you go to a therapist. 
<laughs> that oh, yeah. believes ace people are real because as we've discussed in previous episodes sometimes that could be a bit tricky uh yes okay so first step i guess would be find like a good therapist who F- thinks things find are a real. therapist who has been to therapy with a therapist who believes that asexuality is real interesting okay uh it's just like I the mean, domino effect of therapists i i guess do you think therapists go to therapy yeah probably that must be wild what if they're like you're not doing a good job i could do it better than you <laughs> well i feel like they'd almost it's like be a doctor more resistant going to, to the it. doctor yeah i feel like they'd almost be more resistant to it because they'd be like i know what you're doing <laughs> even sometimes that happens to me yeah i'll be like i'll be at therapy and i'll be like i know this Anyway. I know this method. I've gotten a lobotomy before. <laughs> this isn't my first lobotomy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I think therapy is good for everyone, no matter what. Even if you're, like, doing really well in life, mm-hmm. you should go to therapy. But I think it'd be helpful, because I think people who, like, have a problem with, like, minorities and stuff, there's probably, like, more going on there. Oh, yeah. That could be worked out. And therapy would be a good place to work that out. Without... good for everyone. It's true. It'd be a good place where you can, like, work it out while, like, not insulting a bunch of people or, like, wasting people's time. Because you're paying that person to do it, so. Yeah, so even if you're wasting their time, they're getting paid for it, so it's fine. It's true. And when you have, like, some some issues about how you got a lobotomy, you can talk those through as well. That's, yeah. Or yeah. your prostate exam. Yeah, <laughs> or both. Um... So, so the next step is, if you're doing this for attention, congratulations, because we gave you the attention you wanted. Two entire episodes. I hope you feel loved. Um, but this is the last time, bitch, so, uh, why don't you fucking stop and go find another hobby? For some suggestions, feel free to hit up our What to Do Instead of Being a Phobic episode. See, that's, that didn't really sound like a way not to be aphobic. Um, you know, it was a stretch. Okay. But, like, I did give them the attention they wanted. That's true. So, I mean, I'm I just telling a... them, like, they can move forward from it now. Like, they can put it behind They them. did, yeah, they did it. So, like, you achieved what you wanted. Yeah. Now you should go... It's time to move on. Cross-stitch... A dick. I, please don't do that. Well, no. That. Wow. You know what? Okay. If you want to do that, go for it. I don't want to see it. Okay, though. I'm so, I'm so, I'm going to have to clarify. Are you cross-stitching mm-hmm. a picture of a dick, or are you using a oh, dick as, Jesus. like, what you're no. cross-stitching onto? Oh, no, you're cross-stitching a picture of a dick. Okay, my mind first went to, like, the dick is my canvas of I, what I am stitching I into. I hate everything about this. Yeah, that is what my mind first thought um, of, and I thought, that's painful. The world is your canvas, the dick is your canvas. Um, the dick is your canvas. I'd like this to end now. Okay, well, my <laughs> next one is uh, related to your last one, which is to listen to a podcast. Okay. I, uh, s- specifically ours, ours or okay. some other. There's, like, recently, I don't want to say we, like, started a trend, <laughs> but all I'm saying is when we started this podcast, there were barely any other Ace podcasts. And now, there's more. We're just like the mother to these other Ace podcasts. In that in that case, it is true for at least one. Because I know one was started by a listener. Really? 
Yeah, remember they emailed us. We get a lot of emails. Remember they emailed us? We sent them a long email giving them advice on, like, how to oh, start yeah. a podcast. I do remember that. Uh, I need to find, I'm going to find their name of their podcast. It's going to take <laughs> me a long time. We need space podcast, and the the ACE in space is like in parentheses. Nice. So yeah, that one we're actually kind of the mother of because I can't believe we're mothers. Uh, I'm not um, ready for motherhood. Me either. I never will. I have a cat, so I'm already doing it. Uh, but anyway, so, like, there's ours, obviously the best, just saying. Uh, and there's a lot of others now because people decided to ruin our Monopoly, I guess. So. Yeah, Kayla was, like, kind of upset. And I was like, Kayla, I was, this okay. is a good... She was I jokingly was upset. She was jokingly upset. And I was like, I mean, this is a good thing. But, like, I you mean... You were also we should... jokingly upset. Don't throw Well, yeah, because I was like, we need to create a Monopoly. We should buy yeah. them all with the zero money we have. But it is, it is very exciting that there, there's more content yeah. now. So, it is. our podcast, other podcasts. Yeah. A podcast. Yeah. This is not a way to not be aphobic, but... <laughs> wow, shocking. I, I saw a tweet today about how the person was saying how, like, blocking someone on Twitter is less akin to getting triggered and more akin to, like, slapping a mosquito that's bothering you. And that's how I feel about aphobic people. Like, I will try to put this mosquito through a re-education program, but, like, if that fails, You'll get I them will, a lobotomy. I will lobotomize the mosquito by smacking it and making the blood of someone else that it has consumed um, explode on my skin. That's, um, graphic. Well, <laughs> you were talking about using a dick as a canvas. I... You started that, to be fair. Uh, it, it's your fault that dicks is the only word I can ever think of. I mean, it's not, because we haven't, like, lived together for a couple months, so that should be out of your system. At this but, point, it's your fault. Uh, help me. I can't. I want the dicks to go away. And yeah, I mean I that in both that. ways. <laughs> yeah. Help me. You can't. It's a curse. Okay. The next way to not be aphobic, Kayla, what is it? Uh, the next way is to take yourself to a small cave. Okay. And just, like, sit there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a solitary confinement situation. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it will be so long that you'll, like, lose your identity and not know who you are You'll probably start hallucinating because you haven't seen the light of day in a long time. Okay. And at that point, you've lost a lot of stuff, including your aphobia. Okay, so you think it'll just, like, naturally go away. Well, I think if you're in solitary confinement for long enough, you go a little crazy. And you kind of, like, lose touch with reality and the world and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so you'll probably forget about your aphobia. Okay, okay. Um, okay, how about this? Mm Mm-hmm. An aphobic person walking down the street, and they they feel the urge to they see they see an ace person. How do mm-hmm. they recognize the ace person? I don't Who know. Knows? Maybe they're wearing a black ring on the middle finger, but also like if they know that's an ace thing, they're like really entrenched in the community enough to know that. And like what what's happening here? Yeah, that's anyway, a lot. Anyway, say they see an ace person, mm-hmm. and uh, they feel the urge to to slap that person. You know, you wow, know how that's, they okay. 
they can instead give them a high five. And then mm. they will get such a beautiful high five in return that they'll be like, you know what? You're, you're right. You are a human who's deserving of love, even if it's only platonic love, because you don't want romantic or sexual love. Well, that's aromantic, so now you're getting them all mixed up, but okay. In my head, they're the same. I know they're not the same. I know, but some people listening don't have both. I know. It's It was an Arrowways person on the street. It's just Okay, it was you, actually. It was me. They wanted to slap me. Wow. But I gave them such a good high five, because I looked at their elbow. Yeah, that is that's the trick. That's how to give a good high five. You gotta look at their elbow. How else do you not be aphobic? I think if you're thinking an aphobic thought, find a local bird. Okay. But birds Am I aren't mostly real. saying this? Yeah, birds aren't real. I'm mostly saying this because I'm looking at a card on my desk that has a bird on it. Mm-hmm. Find a local bird. Now, will this bird be a robot? Yes, because as we have discussed, birds are not real. They are robots from the government. Birdsaren'treal.com, maybe .org. I don't know. Look it up. They have a great Instagram. .org would be really... I mean, that's legit. I'd be proud of them. Um, Yeah. And, like, tell this bird what you're going through, you know? Because I think a lot of times in, like, stories, birds are very, like, wise. Especially government birds. Yes. What if it's a Russian bot bird? Well, here. Okay. So. All right. Well, here's. Okay. It depends what part of the government this bird is going to be from. Okay. You know, because if it's from, like, the part of the government that's not doing great right now, they're probably going to be like, you should keep being a phobic. However, if these birds are trying to stay undercover, then they're going to have to give good advice and be wise. Because as we all know from, like, Disney animated movies, birds are usually, like, the princess's friend yeah. and are good. Mm-hmm. So if we're assuming that this- Unless it's a crow. Yeah, don't go to a crow. Probably an owl would be your best bet. An owl's great. Like a, a like a, a blue jay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a fat little dove. Mm-hmm. A good a good dove. Really a good, good dove. So go go to one of those because even if from the if they're from the bad part of the government who wants to be a phobic, a red have, robin. Yum. Oh, uh, <laughs> bottomless fries. Uh. Oh, that's another one. Hold on, I'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, and so to stay in character, they will have to give you good, pure advice and they will just sit and talk to you. This is similar to the therapy one, but you mm-hmm. could just like talk it through with this bird, but it's, but it's free. free. It's and free. then the government knows that you're aphobic and they'll put you on the aphobia watch list. Yes. Uh, so I think that's a really good idea. My next one that just came to me is, uh, if you did not know, Red Robin, the, uh, restaurant chain has bottomless fries. Uh, first of all, Sarah, do you know what the best part of bottomless fries is? They're bottomless? Yes. So... Okay. I mean, I just, this, uh, Red Robin has steak fries, which is, I, I love think, a steak one fry. of the worst type of fries, oh, but, like, they're bottomless, my favorite. So, so I'll eat them, you know? Steak fries is one of my favorite, and their seasoning is... There's too so much good. potato. No, it's so good. Anyway, okay. so now, do aphobic people deserve the beauty of the Red Robin fry? In my opinion, no, because they're too good. But they they're are the bottomless. They're the fry, not the person. Yes. But they are bottomless, and there's a lot of them, and they're a thick fry. So if they just keep bottomlessly going into the person's mouth and stuffing their mouth, 
they can't say aphobic things. It'll push the aphobia a down. bottomless amount of fries mm-hmm. in their mouth at all times. Okay, good. Here's I think here's really the ultimate question here is, how does a person know if they're having an aphobic thought? I here's here's hmm. my answer. If if they imagine a person who does not want to um, fuck them, maybe, or fuck anyone, and then all of the little... You know how in um, Inside Out, how, like, for the anger, anger emotion dude, mm-hmm. like, it has those, like, emergency lights that go off? Yes. If you picture an ace person, or an arrow person, or an ace spec person, and those... And your your emergency like red anger lights are going off. That's how you know it's aphobic. Mm, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you have any other uh, ways to not be aphobic? Yeah, I have another one. Okay. Uh, take your tongue out. Okay. Because then you can't say aphobic things. Now I know what you're saying, Kayla. They can learn sign language. They can write down their thoughts. I thought of that. You're also going to cut off the hands. Okay. Now, you may also be thinking, what if they start doing things with their feet? Because some people can, like, drive with their feet. They don't mm-hmm. have usable hands or arms. You have mm-hmm. to cut those off also. But they probably have already done that because they've probably already because, put all their skin and their yes, muscles in their mouth. Absolutely. So you're going to have to do that. Okay. Good. Yep. This episode got weirdly graphic. <laughs> it did. It um, did. I mean, listen, what are you going to do? When you're aphobic, you got to you gotta do whatever you can to not be Dras- aphobic. Drastic measures must be taken. Yeah, I thought you said Jurassic measures must be taken. So the last way mm. to not be aphobic is to get eaten by a dinosaur. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. Specifically from the Jurassic era. Mm, okay. Like maybe from the park even. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is Jurassic Park is just going to be filled with aphobic people. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the whole idea with Jurassic Park was to oh. get rid of aphobic people. Like, oh, I had they, no idea. They, they pretended it was, like, this cool theme park, but the ulterior oh. motive was actually to let the dinosaurs loose and they will eat the aphobic people. Where did you learn that? Was it a documentary? Yeah, it was called... Um... <laughs> <laughs> what That's was what it? it was called. You know what's wild is I know, so that's on Netflix, and I know there's also a, a different documentary on the same thing on Hulu, mm-hmm. but they're a little bit different, so they're you really have different. to, you have to watch them both, really. It's I like mean, one of, one of them seems um, to be a little bit more sympathetic towards the mm. aphobes, and so I don't like that mm. one as much. Interesting. Which one, is that Netflix or Hulu? The the Netflix one is a little bit more. Oh, um, Netflix, that's too bad. towards the aphobes, yeah. It's too bad. sad. Um, Maybe we'll do an episode in the future reviewing those uh, documentaries. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I love I love talking to dinosaurs. So. Oh yeah. Like that would be a great guest to have. Would be like. Oh, that would be a an dream. aphobic person eating dinosaur. Like they're not a carnivore. They're not mm-hmm. not a herbivore. They're not an omnivore. They're an aphobicivore. That's and I know you guys have been wanting more guests, and so I feel like that would just be perfect for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so not only was this episode very graphic, it was absolutely absurd. Should we start, like, 
a second episode that's like kind of like serial that's like investigating this Jurassic Park situation. Because it seems like even the documentaries really aren't getting to the bottom of it. I mean, as long as the aphobic people are getting eaten. Granted, like the mosquitoes, they they were first attempt they first attempted to put them through a reeducation program, mm, but because mm-hmm. that didn't work, then they were eaten by the. Yeah, there's actually a part, there's a part of Jurassic Park that's just a school, actually, and it's a Mm re-education program, and when people fail out of that school, they go to the other part of Jurassic Park, and they get eaten. Yeah. And they try and run away with their margaritas, but the dinosaurs are coming for you. Yeah, right next door is actually Margaritaville. It's all, all right there in one place. Yeah. Um, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Seriously, though, here's, here's, here's the deal. Um, what is the deal? To not be aphobic, yeah. talk to people. More importantly, listen to people. Mm-hmm. No one knows everything. No one understands everything. You don't. I don't. Kayla doesn't. The dinosaurs don't. Barack Obama mm-hmm. doesn't. The Dalai Lama doesn't. I would like mm-hmm. to reiterate that even the dinosaurs don't know. Which um, is shocking to all of us, I know. I know. Um, but at least they're woke and they don't. They're not aphobic, you know. Cool. But just, like, listen to people and... Uh, remember that they are human, unless they're dinosaurs, in which case they're dinosaurs. Um, but, you know, dinosaurs have, are very similar to humans. They have, yeah, they have I, the same I've soul. Actually, I've actually heard that, you know, people always say that monkeys are the closest to humans, but now actually they're saying it's dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, all of the dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, even though there's a lot of genetic variation among the dinosaurs, like, all of the dinosaurs together. Yeah, yeah. Especially, the, like, the more it looks like a T-Rex or a pterodactyl, mm-hmm. the more it's like us, so. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Listen to people. Listen to people. Listen to people. That's the tea. Mm, yes. This was a very silly episode. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but genuinely, listen to people, because that is the best way to learn stuff. And ask questions, but ask questions like... In good faith, not, like, why won't you fuck me? Yeah. Like, ask real questions that will help you learn. Thoughtful questions that will help you learn. Yes. Yes. Uh, what's our poll for this week? Oh, boy. Dinosaurs, question mark? That might be it. Oh, maybe a dinosaur race. Mm. The dinosaurs have to race to get to the person that the aphobic person they're gonna eat how should i word this i don't know i feel like for this one the goal would be for everyone to pick the same dinosaur so that they could get to their aphobic person to eat them true all right i'll work on this wording so it's not a very wild tweet i mean it's gonna be very wild regardless that's true all right what are you are you still writing or do you have beef or juice? I feel like you should do beef and juice first because I couldn't think of any beef and juice and then um, it all just kind of came tumbling out of my brain. So I have a lot and I'm going to go quick fire. So you should probably go first. Okay. Oh, thank God. I thought someone was about to send us a mean email, but it was a nice one. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Uh, my beef is that it keeps raining here. Why? I'm sick of it. There's a big puddle in the back of my apartment. It gets my feet wet. I mean, appreciate the rain now because now that the it's Amazon's burning. Snow. Oh no, I just meant because the Amazon's burning, like mm. we're not the water cycle's gonna get fucked up. This is true. Uh, so well, that's another beef, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, my other beef is that recently I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about Tamagotchis. Mm-hmm. I know some is of that you why you've me... been obsessed with Tamagotchi? Yes. I know some of you have been tweeting me about it. You guys have been very supportive of my struggle with Tamagotchis. So there's a new version of the Tamagotchi out. It's sixty dollars. Jesus, Christ. I want it. But also, I did not have... used to be that much. I know they used to be like five dollars. But I already have a real life Tamagotchi. It's my cat. Yeah, I de- so... I definitely voted yes on that poll. Like your cat yeah, most, is a real life Tamagotchi. Most people, I put out a poll on my Twitter of whether my cat is a real life Tamagotchi. Most people said yes. Yeah, Some people said no. Well, so that's my not. beef is that this Tamagotchi is sixty dollars and I want it. Dumb. What's your juice? Uh, my juice. So my juice would be like a nice little squad at work. Oh, I Some thought you other... said squat. And I was like, oh. I do not squat at work, no. What if you have to Yeah, poop? there's like, there's some other new people at work. I'm glad that you do so some it's kind of like... Ignore that question. What was the question? No, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some other new people at work, so we're kind of like a little... Like, it's like we're the little group of freshmen or something. Wow. It's, it's Kayla's cute. Kayla's making friends. I know. Shocking. Shocking news. Success. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Are you ready for this quick fire beef? Interest? I guess. All right. Beef. Moving. Self-explanatory. Mm. Having cavities filled. Having cavities. <gasps> Wait. I have another beef. What is it? Okay. So Sarah knows this. Uh, recently, a chunk of one of my molars fell out. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> this happened Sarah and I's freshman year. I'm sure it's an every remembers. four years sort of thing. Yeah, I'm sure Sarah remembers because I made her like look very closely in my mouth to figure out what was going on in there. Yeah. So what I think happened four years ago was I like had a cavity and it was real bad, I guess. And I also grind my teeth really bad. So there's just like mm. a lot of pressure on my teeth. Uh, so I had the cavity filled freshman year of like this little hole that just came into my molar. Like a little piece of the molar just like fell off. Uh, and I was chewing some gum the other day, and I was like, why is there a hard thing in my gum? And it was the piece of my tooth. So what I'm thinking is I just grind my teeth so hard, and there's so much pressure on my mouth that I, like, popped the cavity back out or something. Or, like, the filling back out. Uh, so that's also that. All right. Yep. Well, I mean, I think my beef of having cavities also applies to you, because the reason I had cavities was because I did a shit job of taking care of myself for a while a couple months back, and it really fucked you over uh also beef in general people you know okay uh also beef having to go back to the dentist to get even more cavities filled me and my dentist are buds uh also every time i go to the dentist they think i'm like still in high school or still in college or whatever level of school i'm not in anymore they think i'm in that so i guess i just have like a youthful glow about me and my my cavity teeth i don't know also other beef is being jealous of your friend's professional achievements and having them just make me feel bad about myself on top of being happy for them rather than me just being happy for them mm. and calling it quits there. Like, ev- everything's fine. Uh, my juice. <laughs> my juice is Rent, the musical. Like, I've been listening to the musical ad recently. It's a bop. Uh, Good as Hell by Lizzo. Lizzo's yes. VML, VMA performance. Lizzo's yes. entire vibe. Dancing aggressively, just like full out to Good as Hell by Lizzo. Rain yes. by Ben Platt. Yes. Share Your Address by Ben Platt. I think that's the name of the song. Yes, that's it is. That's a bop. Uh, this was a home once by Bad Sons. 
Also, when you have the house to yourself and you just, like, sing Broadway karaoke full volume and your dog just sleeps through it because she's a fucking dumbass icon. And finally, the greatest juice of them all is the tweet where the girl is giving a bunch of examples of when you switch from dialogue to music in musicals. It's fucking hilarious. When I say I've watched it several times a day, every day since it was posted, that is not an exaggeration. You know what's another good tweet? What? I guess it was a TikTok, but it's that girl trying kombucha for the first time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And now people are using it as, like, a reaction video to, like, different memes. But I find such joy in just watching her facial expressions change Mm -hmm. that, like, no matter what the meme or the caption, I always sit and watch the entire video (laughs) because it just brings me so much joy. Like, her face just brings me so much joy. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we'll we'll share that tweet for you guys. Uh, I love it so much. I I also think it's it's even funny to people who aren't into musical theater, because it's like it's kind of making fun of musical theater, but yeah. it's iconic. Um, that's my beef, my juice. If you want to help the dinosaurs eat the aphobic people, if you want to mm-hmm. tell us about your beef, your juice, if you want to see that artful artful video. Hit up our Twitter at SoundsFakePod. We're SoundsFakePod everywhere. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash SoundsFakePod. If you'd like to very kind us, gift us your money. Cut, cut, I, that sentence was a little bit wrong. We're just going to go with it. Um, mm-hmm. Our $2 patrons are Keith McBlay and Roxanne, Alice is in Space, Anonymous, Nathan Dennison, Mariah Walter, Jonathan, Changeling MX, Christopher T. Verdieri, and our new $2 patron is Patrick Jackson. Thank you, Patrick Woo! Jackson. Is is changeling this week? Um, oh, I think. Um... Okay, cool. Our five dollar patrons are Jennifer Smart, Street of Minnesota, Austin Landry, Finney, Perry, Fiera, Maya, Jeannie, D, Megan, Raul, Quinn, Pollock, Emily Collins, Tim, Ryan, Lucietti, and Book Marvel. Our ten dollar patrons are Kevin and Tessa at Dirty Uncle Kevin and at Tessa underscore M underscore K. Arknats who'd like to promote the Trevor Project, Benjamin Abara who'd like to promote Tabletop Games, Anonymous who'd like to promote Summer Break. We forgot to ask Anonymous if they had a new oh, one. No. Oh no. Our fifteen dollar patrons are Nathaniel White and Nathaniel J White Designs.com. My mom Julie who would like to promote free mong hugs and Sarah Jones who would like to promote. Uh, at Eternal Lolly, which is her... I said that weird. At Eternal Lolly. She's everywhere. <laughs> all, all over. Everywhere. She's in your house right now. Thanks for oh, listening. God. Tune oh, in next time. Oh, God! <laughs> ah! uh, tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your dinosaurs. And your cows. Yes. And your dinosaur cows. Oh, God. I'm just going to stop it now because this is going to get more absurd. Okay, bye! <laughs> Hello, Sounds Fake Universe. This is Zeke, longtime listener, first-time cactus caretaker. I am in the room, formerly known as the Ann Arbor headquarters, with Todd the Cactus. Todd seems to be doing well. His mood has definitely improved since I stopped calling him Thomas. I watered him yesterday and have him propped up on a wall, which I wishfully think is straightening him out a bit. Hope I can give updates in the future, but until then, take good care of your cacti.